0: Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. I'm Dylan, and joining me, as always, is Ben, Zach, and Cam.
1: Hi. Hi. Uh,
0: this week, we we're watching Scream, the 1996 horror film. To uh, kick things off and get everybody in the right mood, we're going to go to this week's cocktail, Wake Up and Smell the Fear. Uh, I think it comes from mainlickers.com or something. <laughs> I, did, I had to dig for this one. I was... It's it's hard it's hard to do like uh, originals when there's literally nothing to go off of. I mean, like we could have done beer, yeah, or corn syrup, I guess. Mm, but I'm not gonna, nothing gonna like make a cocktail with corn syrup. Red
1: corn syrup, <laughs> yum.
0: Yeah, so I was just I just we deep dived internet to find this one. Um, nothing. Uh, I know. A couple weeks ago, we were like, "You guys want simpler cocktails? Well, this is it." <laughs> this is about as. Simple as it gets. The ingredients are literally coffee and Baileys, the Irish cream, uh, and then one large marshmallow. And if you're feeling really fancy, the thing that ties it to Scream is you paint the marshmallow to look like Ghostface. Like the mask.
2: Ooh. Guys, I made this one. Wow. Made Made it this morning, luckily. I made it too, but
1: I... Did it a little differently because let's be honest, coffee and Bailey's got a little basic. So I threw in a couple dashes of some chocolate bitters and a little bit, like a shot or so of bourbon, just to zhuzh it up a little bit. Cause give Ben's it a give it a little kick. Pick. What now?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've been doing this podcast for over a year, and
0: now now I'm an alcoholic. It's starting to get to me. Who has a big marshmallow line around? I Randall this one in a good way, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I didn't want to buy Bailey's because I'll never use it. Uh, I feel like Bailey's is one of those liquors where like you either buy it or somebody gives it to you for like something one time, and then it just sits over there. You know what are you going to throw Bailey's in? Coffee, basically. Uh, so what I did was on my drive into work. <laughs> well, you're listening to cocktails and classics. Absolutely gotta get that cocktail portion in there i tried to judge it up a little bit and uh i i did an ounce of coffee liqueur three ounces of coffee and like a bar spoon of simple syrup to sweeten that up a little bit and then i made some whipped cream and i put uh like an ounce of bourbon like a quarter ounce of kahlua in there and then put that on top thing is I made the whipped cream way too thick, so it's not like mixing at home, <laughs> but uh, it's not bad. It makes it a little boozier than the, uh, like, you know, like Ben threw a shot of bourbon in his. You know, it makes it a little boozier, a little little more fancy. If you wanted to take the next step up from just Bailey's and uh just feels coffee. a little, it feels a little warmer. And the chocolate
1: bitters are nice, too. It feels a little, little fancy. Like I bought the coffee at a nice coffee shop and asked for mocha.
0: Ooh. if you want to make the cocktail you can check the show notes below hit those drizzly and casker links get you some baileys after i shit talked it and you can watch scream on amc i think yeah you,
3: if you if you do a well i think you have to log in with cable to do it okay oh, uh, so uh, yeah it's HBO not max. it's not
0: free or you get well, it well it's not, it's not there, not there on hbo max anymore, anymore. Oh, Which yeah, it also, seems yeah. like I, such a October bad decision. Like, I don't know. Well, Unless, it's, it's because it's, they want
3: to have people pay for it. Yep. Because who cares except for October, you know? like. But they definitely yeah. want to get that money. I care. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's, uh, it's it, obvious. It, no, right? it it's like, is a money thing. It's, it's, it's why ha- you can't watch Elf on a streaming service in December. Like, they're going to yeah. get their money from everybody streaming it every year. They don't want to. You know, people, and I imagine the cost of having it available when those movies are popular is probably very high for those services, and they're like,
0: whatever. Yeah, basically, your your best bet, like for like Cameron was saying, Halloween or Christmas, if you have YouTube TV or a cable subscription, it's just going on those those specific channels. Like, uh, what's the one? Freeform is it now? Used to be ABC Family, Freeform, AMC, those ones, and then you can like log in, and they'll have like. Yeah. Vods of every. Movie With YouTube the, TV, at show. least
3: I was a I I did it on my phone at first just to check, but um like at on the AMC's website, but on YouTube TV you can actually just like do video on demand. So I I literally just searched Scream and it was available under AMC and I was able to just do it there. But you can check out Scream because we're gonna spoil a little bit. A little bit or a lot of it. No, I mean I think we're gonna spoil. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil a lot of it in the first five seconds. So let me it. give a quick spoiler. It's got a bit of a who done it style to it,
1: uh, and let me give you the spoiler for this podcast: we're going to tell you who done it. We're fully <laughs> going to discuss who done it.
0: It becomes a bit of a mind fuck in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, Scream is a nineteen ninety six uh, self aware horror film. Um, pokes fun at the genre and a lot of Hollywood, to be honest. Currently sits at a seven point three out of ten on IMDb. Uh, directed by Wes Craven, who also directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream Two, Scream the other three, Scream
3: movies, Scream Four, Scream Five.
2: Is he doing Scream Five?
3: Supposedly, that's what Dylan was saying. I believe it's him, and the original writer is
1: also coming back to like co-direct. <laughs> no, he
0: he did not do. At oh least, god, not David Arquette again. <laughs> at least not the that Heather I can see. But all the original
1: um,
3: cast. I mean, he
2: Scream did twenty
3: uh, twenty two. Yeah. Uh looks like they have Courtney Cox again. David Arquette. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell.
1: Oh, no. It's different directors. People. Fully different. Yeah, I was oh, really? Say oh, no. Nope, yep. Never mind. Matt, it's not
3: Wes Craven. Matt Bettinelli and Tyler Gillett? Why? wonder why. Wes Craven's I mean, not dead, right? Never mind. Wes Craven died. Did not know that. He's dead.
0: Yeah. Did not From know Cleveland, that. Cleveland, Ohio. Right. Shout out to Cleveland. Wes Craven directed... Um, Oh no, he did direct The Hills Have Eyes. He directed The Last House on the Left, People Under the Stairs, Nightmare on Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street, and The Serpent and the Rainbow, which are all pretty famous horror films. Serpent and the Rainbow will fuck you up. That's the one that's like sort like zombie adjacent, right? It's like voodoo. Yeah, it's. Voodoo I don't know stuff. if that's PC to say. I don't. I don't. Know. Can you not say voodoo anymore? I feel like it's fine.
2: Just roll it. Oh uh, man, that's a I tough one. That's that's the that's the one. though that... the magic where they fuck with the dolls and it affects people.
0: That's Voodoo. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Written by Kevin Williamson, stars Dev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Skeet Ulrich, <laughs> Drew Barrymore, right and their old Skeet for a minute. Uh, Matthew Lillard, uh, Jamie Kennedy. Oh, what's it? is it? Henry Winkler.
2: Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. The Fonz plays the principal.
0: That's like such a Henry Winkler role, though. <laughs> like, yeah. When you see him as the principal, you're like, okay.
1: I just love that the first time you see him, like, he's like this warm, like, you know, you think like the kids love him. He's just like, come on in, come on, have, sit down. Are you doing okay? And then when he's disciplining the two kids, he's like, you little shit.
0: Just, he snaps <laughs> like, on him. Like, I he should expel fucking, you right now.
1: Like he completely, I should gut you. I should gut right. you to show you how funny this is. And it's just like, oh man, I, they were obviously playing it. Like maybe he's the killer. Um, But it's just funny to see Henry Winkler be like a maniacal kind of asshole character. (laughs) Uh,
0: So the story of Scream is uh, a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. And it really leans into like just the, the ridiculousness of horror films. The killer is like quizzing people like when he's threatening them, he's quizzing them about like, trivia on the movies which i mean this zach if you must appreciate it i was gonna say if you wanted to like try and kill us at this trivia game i, I might not participate but
2: um i try but <laughs> you guys are always so far away <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah it is interesting how the movie does do that kind of thing and then also there are many spots where they directly call out like tropes They're like yeah why would you like yeah the I hate horror movies because, you know, like the woman always runs up the stairs when really she just, should just run out the front door and then she does the <laughs> that exact thing five minutes yeah. later, yeah. And there's another spot, I think, where that happens. There's that,
0: um, uh, Jamie Kennedy's whole character. It's oh, like, that's it's so like, funny. It's obviously the boyfriend because...
3: <laughs> Fucking Randy. Yeah. it's And it's funny because when... I mean, obviously because, like... When we're watching him on camera and he's watching uh, Halloween, he's yes. like, "Jamie, look behind you." Behind Jamie, you. look behind you. And like the irony that, that his right. the yeah, that name part is yeah. I did well, know, that's well, I think that's intentional. Okay, oh, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, I didn't know, just know just how hilarious.
0: meta they were getting in the whole bit. Yeah, but that's Super like meta for sure. Yeah.
3: That's like that's probably the most meta one because he's calling the actress on the screen by her first name, which is Jamie, of course, and then and he's uh, also yeah. Yeah. and his and his. His actor's name like or sorry, his name is Jamie in real life. And I love the yeah, use of
0: Halloween in, in that whole all throughout party the movie. scene. Yeah. Like um like you're hearing the movie when they just straight up use the music from
2: the movie <laughs> as the score for scream for like forty minutes. Yeah. What a beautiful ripoff.
3: I mean it's better than the original score. I thought the score they started with was utter dog shit. I was like, this is bad. I which, don't know why. Which one? I don't know. Just like in the beginning of the movie, like near the beginning of the movie, maybe they were doing something intentional there. But I just thought it was real bad. Like it, it just felt so old
0: to me. I don't know. I hope you're not referencing the soundtrack because I thoroughly enjoyed the soundtrack. Oh,
3: I well, I think I am referencing the soundtrack Be- because so, yeah. at
0: the very beginning, there's like a "Don't Fear the Reaper" cover uh, when they're like when Billy first climbs in the window. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know if it's that. And then later on, there's multiple uses, like, before the party of Nick Cave and the Bad Seed's Red Right Hand. Which, if you've ever watched Peaky Blinders, it's, like, the theme song to Peaky Blinders.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Mona, the entire time, was like, that's (laughs) from Peaky Blinders. I was like, it's actually from this, but...
0: Well, it's actually a song,
3: but then...
2: (laughs) just saying like you if
3: anything they they used it from this yes uh no that was fine maybe there, there was just a beginning one where i don't remember exactly what it was but in the open i feel like it was in the opening part with drew barrymore maybe i don't know it just felt like i was put off i remember being put off by that but then later the other soundtrack was fine like that song was fine and i don't know i guess it was just that opening section
1: speaking of drew barrymore can we talk about how fucking genius this this ad campaign was they sold people for months that like Drew Barrymore's name was on the the poster as like a headliner. Like she was the main character. She's going to be the main character. She's going to be the scream queen in this movie. This that and then it's like in the first five minutes she dies and you're yes. just like wait what killed like off. as and watching it this much later could you imagine like it being ninety six and you're like dude we're gonna go see this movie and you're watching it and you're like.
3: Wait what? She just fucking died. We're five minutes into this movie. What the what the hell? What? I feel yeah. like that's kind of like. It feels kind of very similar to watching like Game of Thrones. I would imagine for the first time, where you're like, oh, this Ned Stark guy is pretty cool. And then he dies, and then but you're like, no, there's no way he can die. He's like the main character. We've been watching him this entire season. Head rolls off the block. All right, I guess he's dead. I guess,
0: I guess we're not watching him forever. Which like Drew Barrymore's scene, I feel like is is partly the most memorable bit of this movie oh i think so i think the whole intro like do you do you like scary movies uh like that whole bit i think is probably the most iconic bit of this movie
1: yeah to be honest i think the thing that gets scary right away is like the oh it's a wrong call ha 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 oh and the voice is kind of flirty and this and that and then all of a sudden it just goes to like don't you fucking hang up and it's like whoa yeah, shit this just got real this got intense real quick and, and then... it's super
0: it's super f- like fudged up when like she's she's getting away at at one part and then like you, you see her parents walk in the door yeah, and he, are there? she can't scream he grabs he her and her like stabs in, like, her right there you're like chord. no
1: When he just like, yeah, slowly like stabs her vocal cords so she can't
3: scream or make any noise. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that was fucked up. Why, my question is why did they kill her and her boyfriend?
2: I think that's, that's one of the meta things they did at horror movies is they, they would try to find like a, horror movies are like, let's try to find an attractive actress and we're going to make it sort of like, there might be a sex scene, there might be, like, a nude scene with this woman, and that's why you gotta go see it. And also, we're gonna slash her up and kill her. And Drew Barrymore's like, fuck it, I'll show up, do this movie, get killed off in the first five minutes, and it's, oh, it's kind I of that, different. No, I that I get. no, I'm referring the to the movie, actual like, murder. Like,
0: why why them? Yeah, I think just because they're psychopaths. They, oh, no, they like, kind well, of just, sure,
1: but they No, no, it, no, they kind of discuss it. So, okay. At this point, we're gonna talk about who the killer is. So, if I mean, you like haven't you seen haven't the movie, seen think and you now. don't want to know, we haven't really given away who old. it is. So, pause. It's the watch pause. the movie. Okay. Go watch it's the friends. movie and come back.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, when they're sitting there, obviously, you find out the killers are um, Billy and what the hell is Matt Lillard's character's name in this? I can't remember. The guy at Comerica Park. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting woozy here. I'm getting woozy. Stewart. Yeah. Stewart? Stewart. Um, Stuart. So Stuart. when they're when they're literally, uh, Randy and Stuart are sitting there talking about who they think the killer is, and Randy literally looks at him and goes, "Well, didn't you didn't you two used to date?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah I for like a, for part. like a hot minute." And he's like, "Yeah, didn't she dump you to go out with the football player?" And he's like, mm. "What? No, no, I don't." So I'm wondering if it was like that's, a yeah that's jealousy true. thing. I, I did forget about that part. And then they were like, "Oh, who?" I mean, cause like you gotta think they're obviously it's not their first killing. Their first killing is again spoiler, uh,
0: Sydney's mom. You guys are looking too prior. far into it because, uh, freaking Jamie Kennedy's character literally says motives are so like diatribe, and it's the new millennium. Motives are so yeah, diatribe but I mean, or something along those lines.
1: Realistically, like I, well, I they go just against think... a lot of what they. Yeah, I do think Same. so. That this was like obviously kind of a revenge thing, and they probably just figured they could pick some. And they probably knew she wasn't going to be home by herself.
2: Yeah, they had a I motive. Mean, I mean, they go through and talk about how they don't have motives at the end, but in the ending scene, he he comes but out. But he says, does like, say it. Yeah, I know. your mom was sleeping with my dad, and you ruined my family. Yeah. Right after his Norman Bates speech about how it's scarier if they don't have a motive. <laughs>
0: Which that one's just an Oedipus complex, right? So Is that motive?
3: Yeah. It was motive for Oedipus.
0: I just wanna say that
3: I knew Matthew Lillard cannot be trusted, alright? <laughs> After him me in real life. If, he cannot be If <laughs> no, you're listening okay. to this,
1: if you're listening to this. Here's the thing. We saw you at yes, Comerica. Exactly. Someone well, went up, up and walked just up asked to him. and was like, Excuse me, but are you Matthew Lillard? And then you said, "No, I get that all the time, but that's not me." And then twenty minutes later, you fucking tweeted that you were yep. at the game. Yeah, dick move, dude. Yeah. We weren't gonna like swarm you. We just wanted to know if it was in fact
3: you, right? And you lied. Exactly, which is why fans. I did not trust him from the get. All right, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. Why lies.
0: every movie he's in?
3: <laughs> well, no, but
0: hackers. Uh, uh, no, honestly, <laughs> without I will a paddle,
1: say, um, Matthew Lillard, underrated as an actor.
3: I'll say it. Dude, I'll
0: say
1: um,
3: uh, the converse. I thought he was awful in this movie. I thought he was weird and like super over the top. He did weird things with his tongue. Like, what you the ever fuck? Watched, have you ever watched Justified? I mean, I'm not saying he's not good in other movies, I haven't seen that. But I just no, thought I'm in saying
1: this movie overall, he wasn't good. as an
3: actor, he is uh-huh. underrated. I
1: have see. I thought he did not like do a, is a I great thought, character actor, underrated.
0: You should watch Twin Peaks: The I, Return. He does a really good job in that one too.
3: I I've heard he does a lot of good things and a lot of stuff he's in. I just thought across the board just, in this movie the acting was like very mediocre,
0: which I'm not saying like
3: you're not looking at this as like something that you want. I wonder need to have great I think that I wonder part how much
1: is so? on purpose because it's supposed to be a trope on the fact that horror movies genuinely don't have good acting in them.
3: I suppose, like I don't know, because I could even see like that. Courtney
1: Cox. Like Courtney Cox's character was just kind of over the top at times. Same with
0: Dewey.
1: That's... Yeah, <laughs> Dewey.
0: Like his just, whole character. I is just think
1: that was. Dumb. I kind of think that was done on purpose. I don't know if it actually was, but I could completely see them just being like, "Look, um, don't don't feel like you have to try to win an Oscar here.
3: Like, don't." I guess be good. I don't know. I mean, I could. I didn't consider that. I could see that, but I, yeah. I, I, it's just hard the to tell. Way, just to the me, way it's... that they did everything else with this
1: movie to make it like a whole play on horror movies and the fact that most horror movies, the acting is absolute dog shit looking at you,
0: bird Birdemic.
3: <laughs> well, okay. <That's, laughs> I don't think that that's because that's a... That's not the, that's well, not the
0: gold standard horror. that we should be looking towards when no, comparing that was movies, just, but... That was just, I'd even say that movies... That was
3: just like, a joke. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I, we obviously in horror movies are not known for their acting chops. Um,
0: but but you also don't want to like I don't know. At the same time, the it's like is, how I far could, do I you I think they tell. actually went yeah. with that? You know? I couldn't
3: tell if they were doing that intentionally or not. So like I feel like if I can't tell if they're doing this unintentionally or not, then it's kind of. But I
0: I don't know. I, I don't like it's a weird it's a weird line. Like obviously it's not like scary movie basically right. parodies exactly. this exact movie. Uh, yeah. Which how? At one. which? Yeah. That's always been wild. That's obviously, like, the acting's not going to be great, and they, they really lean into that, like, that, that like, campy acting yep. cheesiness. But, like, this one is, like, also going for that, like, satire, like, meta approach, but you also want it to be taken seriously, because it is also a serious horror film, in a sense. They are... They are joking about it. It's like, um, "Cabin in the Woods." If you guys have seen that movie, that yeah. is also a play yep. and a critique. But it's at the same time you want it to be taken. Yeah, seriously.
3: but the acting wasn't bad in that movie. I don't think.
0: From what the I, the stoner remember. guy was pretty. I don't... Good.
3: Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not
1: he saying was it. was Whips awesome, out that fucking
0: like bong. The fucking club. giant
1: <laughs> coffee cup turns into a bong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that movie's a trip. By the way,
3: I like that movie. That's
0: like I that was just one.
3: Taco, from the League yeah
0: (laughs) it's like if you're you're being critical and it kind of satirical while also trying to be a serious movie so it's like you also have to have you have to actually bring good acting quality writing dialogue like if that all has to still be there so it's like for it to not be the greatest acting i think would just really be like forgetful it'd be it'd be like scary movie more so so i'd i i do not know it's hard
2: to pinpoint whether that's intentional or unintentional. Can we talk about one plot point of the movie that when the movie came out was really impactful, but I think as time goes on, um, Billy dropping his cell phone, huge deal. When the movie came out, Oh yeah. Even now, or even 10 years from now, everybody's going to look at that scene. Like who cares? His cell phone fell out of his pocket. What's the big deal? (laughs) Why do you have a cell phone?
1: (laughs) exactly yeah, everybody's like, like, got them like, now kids didn't have them
0: <laughs> i mean i we were two at 96 but i'm like were cell phones really that big that billy's like everybody's got
2: cell phones now i didn't know that they were that small i thought they were still the big ass, big brick looking things we, you gotta pull out the antenna yeah
3: that was more in the 80s i think and not many people had those but i think i remember being a I kid and everyone having like the cell phones that definitely was a like thing that. near the end of the nineties that but, a lot of people had them.
1: Yeah. But I don't,
3: and early I think 2000s. a lot of people
1: had them, but not a lot of, I feel like not a lot of teenagers
0: had them. No, I think, no. I think a lot of teenagers getting them was like around near us more so. Yeah. I mean, when I was a teenager, it was like, I
3: mean, not kids everyone had people one. had them, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't yeah. have one until like I think like 8th grade.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, and that was even just a little, like, flip
0: phone that didn't yep. do anything. You it know? was
1: just to make calls so you could get picked up from whatever
0: after-school <laughs> school activity, school activity.
2: Yep. Basketball practice.
0: Now we got Instagram for kids. <laughs> Woo! Well, they paused
3: development <laughs> on that. Uh,
2: oh,
0: it'll be back, but, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one.
3: Oh. <laughs> well, so the iPhone itself came out in 2007. So, like, if that gives you a frame of reference, that's the first smartphone, you know, like... So if you, it's not inconceivable to think ten years prior to that,
0: people a fair just had of people like
3: had said like cell phones.
0: I don't know. We have this discussion all the time, but I'm like my my timeline of of like cell phones and that is like so wonky because I feel like it's the 90s people were just... still using pagers. <laughs> is that right though? I mean, yeah, yes. But like,
1: I mean, if it depends on when you're talking yeah. about in the 90s, but like I feel like All right. Yes. So, if
0: it puts
3: it in perspective, um it looks like, let's see, the Razer came out in 2004. Five, four. Okay. Yes, the Razer V3 came out in 2004. And that was like, you know, peak that was like peak flip phone, you know. So that's like,
0: right about the time uh, "Soldier Boy" and "Walk It Out" was really coming in getting big. Walk right? It Out. <laughs>
3: uh, so yeah, I mean, if you think about it like that, and then the iPhone came out three years later, uh, you know, no,
0: like no, I'm completely wrong. <laughs> Crank that what? came out in 07. Uh, wait, so right about you... the time of the iPhone, did Soldier Boy create the iPhone?
3: he created a mobile gaming device that ripped off other things it's just a rebranded alibaba uh thing and it's like 10 more times more expensive all right something
2: that even like today is wild uh to not have caller id why yeah, were people true. checking the phone number like as it as it calls the, in
0: there was something on the phone was oh, like- it? So what's at, crazy like, to me? After they, well, have so sex, they said there's like a little switch that says something oh. about caller ID, and I don't know. Oh, so there's really? one what thing that was weird to me, right? Is they ran
1: Billy's cell phone records. Why didn't they right. run the the phone records at the victims' houses to see who had called them? Why did the cops they not did do later? It at, they ahead. did
3: later, well, and it went yeah. Back to, I mean, but why the fuck
1: was that not step one?
2: i I don't know yeah i feel like back then like i I was sitting there watching well i I will say when uh when when dewey was like oh yeah don't worry we're on it i was just thinking back in the 90s when somebody wanted to cross-reference those it's probably a dude sitting there with two stacks of stapled paper and he's going nope nope from left to right nope not that one nope not that one
3: The other thing, too, is until until What's-Her-Face was attacked and said, I got phone calls, they probably didn't know about the phone calls. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, both the people, the person who got the phone call originally died. Yeah, but I mean. Well,
0: maybe. Well, well, but she had the phone with her, like, near her court. Yeah, I I mean,
3: you could potentially say, like, maybe this is relevant, but it also may not have been.
0: Interesting fact here, Zach, um, that we were talking about the, uh, caller ID scream led to tripling of caller ID use.
2: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> wow, people got real concerned. After Copycat, scream, they huh? were worried about oh, that. Oh, interesting. Did it for him? Uh,
0: this says that uh, Wes Craven paid so much attention that many of the cast members in the movie wear black boots because there's the one scene where the boots drop. So then mm-hmm. you can't suspect, like, you, you uh, would suspect oh, yeah. everyone um yeah but
2: didn't they oh, make that for you while we're talking didn't
0: about they try it. to
1: make it out that that wasn't the oh actual killer that that was just like a prank you're talking about in the high school like yeah, bathroom I think so yeah i think they played that off that that was supposed to be like a prank
2: well but it may not have been there's a uh there's a deleted scene where um sydney she runs out of the bathroom runs to henry winkler's office and tells him that this person scared her in the bathroom, and that immediately leads into him dismissing class for the day. So, I mean, cut cut from the movie, but I think it's supposed to be a prankster. Wasn't there another scene, too, where they were supposed to, like, or there was supposed
1: to be more of him having the mask? Like, I feel like I'd heard something about there was supposed to be more about Henry Winkler, like, to lead you to think he was the killer until
2: he gets got. I mean, they sort of set up everybody. At least oh, a of yeah. it, right? Even Dewey yeah. when he answers the door. Dewey's got the mask. Yeah.
3: To be honest, I kind of thought maybe, like, seriously, it would be, it would have been him for a while. Was it him in Scary Movie? Was it his equivalent version of his character? I feel like it was Officer right? yeah Wasn't it him? Wasn't he the guy that was killing people? Yes. I don't. Yes, remember. because at
1: the end, at the remember. end, he pulls like the Kaiser Soze, where he rips off his mustache, and he's actually really smart <laughs> yeah. the whole time.
0: <laughs> David Arquette okay, says so people still call him I, doofy to this day. Maybe that's <laughs> why that I one.
3: thought um he was the killer? It, he was the killer, because I think I think he is the killer in Scary. Okay, movies. Cameron, so I
1: have to ask, like, having not seen this, did you know going into it that the who the killer was? No. Did it did it shock you at all?
3: Uh I think having I think yes. Uh I think having both of them be involved was more was more shocking than i think like the boyfriend being involved at all uh yeah two people cuz yeah. i think cuz yeah i didn't I, I didn't know
1: i had it on um and my wife sat down and she's she was trying to figure it out she's like well it it can't be the boyfriend cuz he just got stabbed so like it's obviously not him and then at the end you see him like stumble
2: down the stairs and
0: really selling that bit you know
2: oh yeah I yep. thought it was the when I first saw this, I thought it was the dad. I was convinced it was the dad the whole Well time. that's what they want you to think. That's how they yeah, get you. Goes, so
3: if you're if, missing. just as a callback, if you're wondering, Doofy was the killer in the original scary movie. So yeah. like I said uh, I, I, I remember
1: I remember him doing the whole Kaiser Soze thing where like he grabs the mug or something, drinks out of it and then like takes off the fake mustache. Let's see. Yeah and walks so, out and then he says gets in Doofy's... a car and drives off.
3: Says Doofy is later seen departing town after helping Gail stage her death. His mental disability is insinuated to be fake as he walks away with his shambling manner and then transitions into walking normally, ripping off his fake mustache (laughs) and the top of his cop uniform before lighting a cigarette and hopping into a car with Gail and throwing his fake backpack out of the car.
2: It's fake backpack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's a real backpack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, they're probably just—it's just, it's just not, not his, right? It's just he not... wears it under false pretenses. Yeah, yes. exactly.
3: Um, so but, yeah, I mean, I so maybe that's why I thought, but yeah, I had no idea who it was. Um, and yeah, I thought I think that the two makes it because when the boyfriend shot jamie kennedy's character whatever his name is i was like oh randy he did it how
2: is that possible and
3: then it was like oh it's two it's the two of them okay i guess that makes more sense
2: it's kind of wild to me that Wes craven was ready to parody uh, like his genre given that this movie came out like i don't know six seven years after nightmare on elm street or after the nightmare on elm street run of movies well even by the I f- guess everybody was making fun of it by the second I
0: was gonna one, say but... even by the third or fourth nightmare on Elm Street, they're parodying because, like uh I think it's a new nightmare. Like well, Freddy Krueger's literally on television, like giving interviews. Even the <laughs> in that movie. Even like, in this movie though. He's like the star. Even in this movie, uh Drew
1: Barrymore's character says some no, Drew Barrymore's oh. character says oh. like uh says something about the favorite movie, and then the guy's like, Well I'm I'm partial to Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's the one with Jason, right? Yeah, the first one was really good, but the second one sucked. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> straight up calls it out. But yes, I also did like that Wes Craven was Fred the janitor at the high school. And he's oh, dressed
0: yeah. up. But Hilarious. Looks just yes. like Freddy Krueger. Which I thought that bit was, like, that was, like, something Scary Movie would do. And I yeah. was like, huh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> little, a bit of a weird thing. There's a couple guy. things,
2: like, If you guys notice when Henry Winkler is in his office and he's, like, combing his hair, he opens his, like, locker, leather jacket. It's straight up a Happy Days reference. Hmm. Oh, that's funny.
0: We're going to hit up some ads, come back, and... You you know we love saving the turts. You know Cam hates fucking paper straws. Paper straws. song Uh. (laughs) song.
3: I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last sat on paper straws. I have used a couple since I've been able to go out more recently oh, due to yeah. being vaccinated. And That's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were
0: inside. They were just inventing better paper straws.
3: I have seen also, not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like You're talking about the ones, ones that are made in. out of like agave or whatever? I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just... <laughs> but they are different. I'm than not a, a straw expert.
0: You but you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass straw when I see one, you know?
3: Yes. I will say for those... For being at home and where you... You know, maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas or you like straws to mix with your, you know, old fashions or whatever. You know, having these straws around the home is really nice. No, don't, not constantly like throwing things away, or you don't have to keep buying straws
0: all the time. Like you just buy a couple, and then you're good. And if you want cocktail picks or muddlers, they have that too. It, there's many colors. He's getting into like designs. So like the pride flag, he puts it on like the side of the straw. He's got hearts. He's got critters. It's like you get a piece of art along with a straw. A little multi-use.
3: Uh, oh yeah, he has critter straws, which have there's see a dolphin, a salamander.
0: That salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code Cocktails and Classics spelled out for twenty percent off. We get a little kickback from that, and you get you get to save some money on some glass straws. And they should last you a long time. Dishwasher safe. They're pretty sturdy. Just don't uh, drop them on the floor like me, like a big idiot. And you have to buy more. This is part of the show zach takes over uh takes us through a trivia quiz zach what do you got for us on scream
2: question number one opening scene when drew barrymore gets killed uh it's kind of heartbreaking that her parents pull up down the driveway Um, But her father tells her mother to go call what family? A, the McKenzie's, B, the Smith's, or C, the Campbell's? I think it was the Campbell's?
0: The soup company?
3: Uh, I'm going to say Campbell's. Go ahead, Ben. Why, do you know it? (laughs) He thinks he does. I do. You do? So
1: you're
0: also going to say the McKenzie's? I am going to also say the McKenzie's.
2: Yeah. Yes, um, another <laughs> reference to Halloween that is where um, Jamie Lee Curtis tells the kids, run down to the McKenzie's. Oh, okay. Yep, one more.
1: I remember it ended in EY or something like that.
2: Um, so, question number two. Uh, the killer's costume is commonly known as Ghost but what is the actual name of the costume? Is it A, Slasher Ghost? B, Father Death, or C, Scary Ghost?
0: Scary Ghost. What was the other one? Slasher Ghost?
2: Slasher Ghost, Father Death, or Scary Ghost?
0: Um. I also think I know this one.
2: Fuck you,
1: Dylan. Does
0: everyone think they know?
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. So you should go first. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, <that's... laughs> I don't know about that one. Why don't, no. why, don't, why don't you guys go and then I'll I'll. I am in last
3: place, so I'm is going it, to wait. Is it not Slasher Ghost? I thought it was Slasher Ghost. So Ben chose is Ben just choosing Slasher Ghost? Dylan, what do you think? Uh, I think it's Father Death.
2: I am like ninety percent certain it's Father Death. It is Father Death. One yeah, of these nice. is not like the other, and you can see it when uh, Doofy holds yep. up the, yep. the Doofy. The do we? <laughs> Yeah. All right, so Dylan has got a lead. Cameron's in the game. Question number three. <laughs> I forgot I wrote this one. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Ghostface's costume was originally supposed to be all white, making him look even more ghost like. But that idea was scrapped for what reason? A, white stained too early and would have been costly during production. B, all white wasn't scary enough from their. their um Oh my god. Testing audience call that? or something? Yeah, testing audience. God or damn C, it. C, people feared Ghostface might be in the KKK. <laughs> yep, I figured it was going to end there. That's the one I was, was thinking. Oh, I...
3: F- <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I. F- oh my god. It would be. So- I, feel I feel like, like it has I to be C, K-
0: hopefully. Um, I
3: feel like the KKK one makes the most logical sense, but
0: I feel like I w- I want it to be <laughs> C. I want it. just just because it's stupid. It's like why would you put white robes on somebody? Um, but I want to say it's probably A or B. Um, I'll say A that it was just, like there's so much blood in the movie it would just got stained all the time, but it had to have like a bajillion bajillion ghost face costumes.
3: That's probably pretty reasonable, but I'm gonna... God, I don't know. I feel like I do want to say B. C is funny, but I do think it's... Yeah, because, like, white's not that scary, you know? Like, what villains are white? I don't know. Like, I- Sorry, let me rephrase that. What villains are dressed in all white? All of the ones in real life. Almost all of them. Yes. What villains are dressed in white? Bad Uh, phrasing on my part. That's my bad. They all are. Everybody except Candyman.
2: (laughs) Oh. God. Oh, Jesus. Well, we don't know. Michael Myers, white. Jason (laughs) Voorhees, white. Freddy Krueger, brown but started white. (laughs) (laughs) He's just... Burnt. Tanned tanged tanned to a golden crisp. That's a broiler <laughs> oh.
3: joke. <laughs> God. Alright. Uh Ben, what do you think? Um I also think the
1: white just wasn't scary enough. I, I the most of this movie takes place where you want like a killer like skulking around in the shadows, and I feel like a just giant white does not work well. It's with the that. 3M so. <laughs> just the three M reflective
0: shit. You could see him across the
1: <laughs> street. <laughs> the fuck. Now, that would actually, though, look kind of fucking terrifying, though, wouldn't it? Like, if it's just fucking glowing. Just an angel (laughs) with a knife.
2: (laughs) The angel of death. Uh, So I got an A and two Bs. Yeah, I'm going to say it just wasn't scary enough. I'll have you guys know, when Bob Weinstein first saw the serial killer in his movie, he immediately thought, we can't have this all-white costume. People are going to think he's in the KKK. (laughs) The answer's really C. The is wow, really C. Funny. Bob Bob Weinstein, shut it down.
0: I'm proud of
2: them. He's not Harvey. What, what I don't do know if one he good did choice anything. I don't know if
3: he's done anything, but he's not You're Harvey. You're
0: going to tell me you don't know what your brother does in his spare time?
3: That's probably that's a good point. He probably was an enabler with, at with
2: minimum. As a, as a co-worker? Yeah. You have to know your brother's a creep, right? Probably. Uh, Dylan comes away with the win. Nice. Congrats, Ooh. Dylan. Every,
3: everybody hated that.
0: Everybody loved that. I think everyone has seen this movie besides Cam. So Cam will give us that yeah. hot, fresh, spicy rating.
2: That virgin rating we know will survive till the <laughs> it, end.
0: It will survive until <laughs> <from laughs> going first, I guess. Uh, and then uh, we'll give yeah. you a nostalgia rating and then an update after we just uh, viewed it again. Yeah, so I think...
3: I really did appreciate the meta ness of this movie. It wasn't just another like scary movie. It actually it was it was self aware of of what it was and intentionally so. Uh, It was obviously at least to it seemed like like a satire as well as being a scary movie. It was also a satire on scary movies. That said, um, there were I I didn't think it was that good of a movie. Like it was very fine. To me, like, the acting wasn't great. It did spawn a lot. Like, this was, like, a culture shifter type movie, in my opinion. But, especially viewed today, I just, I don't know. I thought it was very okay. Uh, So, I gave it a 5 out of 10. I thought it was fine. I'm not going to watch the sequels, you know. But, like, it's all right. I'll
2: go next. Um, I love this movie. I love horror movies, and I love that this movie touches on all of them. All of the just little references, even, we've covered a lot of it, but even things where Billy's like, oh, corn syrup, that's what they used for pig's blood and carry." This stuff cracks me up, but it's also a, a fun throwback to like a genre of movies that I really enjoy. Um, I, I give this movie an 8 out of 10. In terms of like slasher movies, it's Halloween and then Scream and then kind of the rest of them. October's on the podcast are interesting
1: for me cuz I'm not a huge scary movie fan. Um just not really my my thing. Cup I think I think this movie is a very good like if I had to tell someone that was like I want to kind of get into to horror movies, I feel like this is where I would send them just to kind of like it's an intro movie because it's It's a slasher flick, but it's not overly scary. There's not a ton of, like, really, like, frightening stuff. It's got a bit of levity to it. Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's, it's probably up there as one of my, my favorite, my favorite scary movies as well. Um, I, I give it a seven. I had it at a seven. Like, just because I'm not a huge horror movie fan, but, um... I enjoyed this movie and after seeing it this time around, I'm kind of intrigued and might, I might check out some of the sequels. I've heard good things about the second one. And then much like most, uh, horror movies tend to do. I've heard they kind of trail off from there, but, um, I might give the second one a watch and, and see what
0: happens. It's been a minute since I've seen this movie. Um, going in, I probably had it at like a six. I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't remember it too fondly but after watching it i i forgot how good this movie was um we talked a little bit about the soundtrack and i i really enjoyed that bit of the movie i love the meta kind of satire of horror movies but as much of a of a satire of it as it is it is also like a love letter to horror the the writers and and wes or i guess the writer and and wes um did the research? There's so many references to just movies and just Hollywood in general. There's the whole Richard Gere Gerbil bit that's just a quick line of dialogue in the movie. I was like, oh, okay." And Tory Spelling. Uh, it's I don't know. Ben was like, "I I do this as like an intro or like somebody who doesn't really like horror movies. It is a bit like bloody and gory because it is a slasher, obviously." I I would recommend this, Um, especially if you don't like horror movies, because then you can kind of get behind, like, some of the, like, jokes that are there, some of the the humor that is underlying in all of the horror elements. Uh, It's just solid. Um, Like I said, I I enjoyed it a lot more this time than I remembered, and uh, I'm going to leave it with an 8 out of 10.
1: Also shocked we didn't mention that it's the 25th
0: anniversary this year for this movie. I feel like they were trying to get the the new one out for that, but I think they were,
2: but COVID, kinda COVID, kinda.
0: yeah, it up. COVIDed it up. I don't uh, know
2: if it's a, I don't know if it's an official release date, but the rumors I saw online was January fourteenth for the new Scream. Mm-hmm. And I think the that original is Scream Africa. came out like the twenty first or the twentieth of December. They released it during the holidays, like during Christmas, which was kind of funny. Super weird. Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised.
0: Uh, I know everyone's kind of like super hyped for this month of movies because it's like we have no time to die. We have Dune. We have The Last Duel. We have French Dispatch. We have The Last Night in Soho, which I guess is kind of a horror movie. It's horror adjacent, but there's not many horror movies coming out this October, which is kind of sad because I feel like I usually, uh, like this is the prime time to go like watch them and get scared.
1: I, I wonder how much of that is also, though, COVID-related. Like probably.
0: Because
1: you got to think. I I I don't know. Dylan, you could probably speak to this better than I can. But I feel like a lot of horror movies are kind of churn and burn. Like, you get the script, you get them knocked out, you get them ready to go for October. You, you know, there's not a ton that really goes into it. I mean, a lot of them are kind of formulaic and stuff, but... Every once in a while, I know you've got, like, the really good ones that break well, the mold, not,
0: but... They're not really expensive or, like,
1: yeah, hard to make a yeah. sense,
0: because it's, like, there's really great special effects people out there who, like, they just were really into horror movies, and they can, like, do all these, like, blood and gush and, like, yeah death effects, so it's, like, they're not hard or expensive to make, in a sense, like, getting good scares is hard, because you have to actually, like, yeah. pace and direct and do all that stuff, but... Uh, I think just, like, yeah, uh, usually Oscars start to release around, like, October, November, December, and I think everyone just pushed all their movies back yep. to this year. So that they're fresh in the mind. So then it's like, they also, yeah. I think Dune, French Dispatch, and Last Night in Soho were all supposed to drop the same weekend, and they all had to, like, re- reshuffle because they were, <laughs> they didn't want to all compete against one another. So, well, we'll see. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out at the beginning of the year as far as, like horror and and that sort of stuff i think like january february is probably where we're gonna get things if you enjoy this don't forget to rate subscribe check us out on instagram at cocktails and classics pod check the show notes get those drizzling casker links get you some uh baileys drink it from a shoe or have it in a uh, wake up and smell the fear you can watch scream on amc i think or you can rent it you know it's halloween have a have a little spooky watch night and check us out next week as we watch what we do in the shadows the New Zealand horror comedy. And as always, watch responsibly.